to episode 130 of the Mouth Life Podcast. I'm Samantha, your cruise director for this week's episode. We're going to go through our regular scheduled events of our news and rumors, and then Shelby is going to tell us her account of her very first Disney cruise upon the Disney Magic. I'm going to help out with the Disney news since Shelby can chat with us later. Also joining us tonight, I have Jeff. Hello. And John. Yell. Jen K may be able to join us a little later. Kathy's feeling under the weather, and Jen S. had something else going on tonight, so she's going to join us next week. Without further ado, let's get to the news. Um, first story is Disney announces Mickey Shorts Theater coming to Disney Hollywood Studios. Um, I, The folks at Disney Hollywood Studios are working on welcoming guests into the wacky world of a Mickey Mouse cartoon short when Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opens next year, and they've announced that more zany adventures are on their way. A reimagined venue will open this spring in the theater district and will be called the Mickey Shorts Theater. Disney hasn't announced specifics yet on when they will be featured, but they're asking guests to stay tuned for, uh, to find out. And says, update, since the story was posted, we received confirmation that the Mickey Shorts Theater will take over the seasonal Star Wars Path of the Jedi Theater. Well, yeah, they don't need the Path of the Jedi Theater anymore with Star Wars land open. I mean... Might as well just rename the park Star Wars with a little bit of Disney. They keep it. Just saying. Well, the lunch bay is probably going away too, so. Um, I'm wondering on the great movie. You guys remember in the great movie right in the queue, there was the big TV, the movie screen yeah. that would play the trailers. Yeah. I'm wondering if they, I thought they were going to play Mickey shorts on that, possibly keep it. Well, and play like, you know. I mean, I think that would, would be... That would make perfect sense. It would. Because, you know, they didn't change anything about the actual inside of the building, so they say. Yeah. Since it was, you yeah. know, it's the same track and everything. But... Right. I guess we shall see. Maybe. Kind of. I don't know. I'm going there for one day for my honeymoon, so maybe I'll get to see it then. I'm not holding my <laughs> breath. This is... Right. Mickey's Runaway... Minnie, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is literally my... Me. To me, what John's rivers of light was <laughs> like, have i have been waiting i was more excited for this than i was anything else the last couple of years and it just you, you know it was back. it was fall of 2020 and i was like cool we're going or fall of 2019 we were going i was like cool i'm gonna see it and then it was winter of 2020 and then it was spring of 2020 and now it's just 2020 so Disney, if you're listening, I got one day. I got one shot in 2020 to make this work. So let's do it. It'll be open before by the time. If you're going for your honeymoon in May, it should be open. Should be. Keyword. Should, should be. Well, the short be. Theater the I've heard. I've heard. I've right? heard anywhere between cartoons. February yeah, and April. Cartoons. So they grew on me. They were on the ship. What's that? The cartoons. Oh, uh, the Mickey show. Yeah. Oh, the one. The Ren and Stimpy the version. The Stimpy ones. Mm -hmm. yeah. They kind of grew on me. Well, I didn't get to do my trip report, but my um, the, the coolest thing I found out about uh, when I stayed at the new Coronado Tower was they have like a new menu for the TVs, and they play the old school cartoons there too. They're called lobby cartoons. Oh. Just huh. to let you know. Yep, I was like cool. super excited. I stayed up till like yeah. two a.m. watching Mickey Shorts, the original the, ones. Because... Some of the new ones, it annoys me that it looks like <clears throat> Ren and Stimpy, but the stories are hilarious. The one is a classic. Potato mm -hmm. Land, have you seen that? That is the funniest thing ever. I don't know if I've seen it, I've but seen it. I the whole oh, thing just annoys me. Their their voices, the whole thing of the cartoon. But I am excited for the ride because it's so different than anything you know, that they've done, and it's IP without being, you know, making many classic. so it's about time he had his own ride. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. I'm hearing February, anywhere between February and April. Okay. So, so. Oh, okay, that that's actually, okay, you that's just two months. Right. It, Three months, but, but that's okay. Uh, okay, um, dates announced for the 2020 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. Beautiful blooms, whimsical topiaries, and tasty treats are headed our way for the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. And Disney has just announced the dates, which will be March 4th through June 1st of 2020. So, again, they're extending that. 
I believe it ended in May this year. So that's what I was going to say. I thought it ended in May. <clears throat> there you go. It's like 90 days, I think they said. Wow. Might as well just make Epcot a year-long festival, but we well, we well, do that. all right. No offense. Walking through Epcot, it's it's gonna need it. <laughs> It's going to need well, yeah. these festivals for the next few years. These need some food booths all the time. Yeah. If, if we could have a year-long cheddar cheese soup booth, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, remind me to talk about that. Uh-oh. I didn't want to forget. Uh, yeah, okay. go ahead. Oh, during your during mm-hmm. trip yeah. report? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So um, ne- next news story is policy for some outside vendor delivery procedures at Walt Disney World has changed. Uh, it's being said that this afternoon, which I this was um, written for last week and we're just catching up, but um, that, that the vendor policy for outdoor vendors for strollers and EVCs, the policy has changed. Um, that after November 2nd, customers will have to meet their vendors to pick up their rentals. They will no longer be able to drop them off. Um, but Orlando Stroller Rentals came up with a genius idea to beat this system, and they actually installed a kiosk at Orlando International Airport. So now you can pick up your stroller before you get on the Magical Express versus having to meet them at the resort. So kudos to you. Um, Orlando stroller rentals for for figuring out a solution that would, that works best for everyone. If you're, if you're flying. So, um, but yeah, I, I really foresee this extending to other vendors like garden grocer and things like that. I foresee in the next year, Disney coming out with their own grocery service where people can order through a website that, that is Disney sponsored. That makes that. sense. It does make sense. I I, I truly sense. believe, and I've been prepping some of my clients for that. Um, and that's what that, they do for the cruise, yeah. That they'll be um, providing that. their own grocery you can. service. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's probably why they're doing Because I couldn't figure out what, what the end game was here. Why they would be doing this. But that makes sense. If that's what they're doing, just kicking well, the competition it's, it's off a, property. Right. It's a revenue thing. I mean, they're not kicking them off property. They are still allowing vendors to deliver, but they're no longer using their resources to hold. They're not using Disney's resources to hold other people's stuff. Right. right. And, it, and it's all about convenience. services. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's way convenient to have them drop it off, you know, while you go to Disney Springs or go to your first dining reservation for the next day. Well, if you have to meet them, then you have to plan your whole day around that mm-hmm. that window because I'm sure yeah. there's a window of we'll drop it off between 1 and 3 p.m. So you have to be there. And what if your flight gets delayed or whatever? So Disney are like, oh, I'll just, uh, you know, rent a stroller from Disney. Well, you can't take this out of the park. But I also foresee Disney having stroller rentals at each of their hotels. Sorts. Yeah. So to keep those where you can drop them off at bell services at the end of the day. And then the next day come and pick up another stroller, you know, type of thing. So you you don't take them back to your room, but you can take them back to the resort to you. So that's what I foresee seeing because, but that doesn't really affect me right now. So I can't really be all that upset about it. Yeah. I'm glad we don't have a stroller anymore. And everybody I've talked to, I mean, we took a stroller with the kids in Disney this last trip and this will probably be the last trip we need one until we have our own kids that thing was massive and i will never bring a double stroller ever again (laughs) but um like i could not physically lift this thing on the bus by myself because i don't have like the height difference oh yeah yeah to get it up on the bus but anyway yeah i i know that some people are upset about this but I, you know, I just, the kids are more comfortable in their own shore anyway, so I know it's annoying, but stick a freaking Disney's Magical Express tag on your stroller, and they'll take it right to the resort. That's what we did. It was awesome. So, we all survived five hours without a stroller. No big deal. <laughs> Amazing. Um, when we had is... a stroller, it was an umbrella stroller, and you could almost put it in your back pocket. Carry it around. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a tactical military issue stroller. Oh my gosh, you're insane. Well, now, and it's funny too now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, that's, I'm not even going to go there. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
last news story. Sorry, my bartender messaged me and I got distracted. Um, last news story of the <laughs> night is the Disney Skyliner accident at the Riviera Station last night. So we are recording on Sunday, uh, October 6th, and this happened yesterday. So I know this will be a few days before it comes out. Um, Shelby didn't write a whole lot of detail, but basically the gist of it was somehow the cars did not move the correct way and it sandwiched some cars together and they s- they were stuck for four what hours. Happened? What happened four what hours. happened was I saw what, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. What happened was one of the gondolas did not dispatch correctly. That's what I so heard. So instead yep. of moving forward it, it moved just backwards, sat. which caused yeah. the sandwich of the several gondola vehicles at once. When it was yeah. supposed to be leaving the station. Correct. Yeah, that's what I heard. It didn't leave the station. It went back in the station, and there was already cars back there. Yeah. And then they just whacked each other. They whacked each other. Now, the question is, and I I don't know if we'll ever find out. Now, is is there supposed to be something that stops the cars and that happens and it fails? Or do they rely on a cast member to hit a button? That doesn't seem like a good system. No. Apparently somebody did hit a button because it stopped at some point, but it didn't stop soon enough, I guess, is the crux of the problem. Right. Yeah. But it seems like a simple, I mean, simple. It seems like the problem shouldn't be that hard to diagnose, you know what I mean? Right, right. Mechanically, at least, like the ride, the, 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 the whole operation needs to stop if something goes wrong. It needs to stop immediately, and it didn't. Right. So they're probably going to be installing some type of crash avoidance system or whatever. Bumpers. Can you imagine imagine being the representatives of the manufacturer that are on site? Can you imagine the meetings today? No, can you imagine imagine the Sunday morning? They had last night. It didn't happen this morning. They got called. Their butts got called at home and said, you better put your best. Get hair. jeans on Get or sweatpants on. on because <laughs> we got we got shit to do. Like, I think, you know, and okay, so I'm just going to say it. We can edit this out, whatever. But I think that what they offered those people for hanging in the sky for four hours is a disgrace. I mean, they gave each family a $100 gift card and a two-day park See, hopper ticket. I heard, though, I heard some people got four-day tickets and five hundred dollars. I heard a, well, a two hundred dollar sure gift card. I, it yeah. might I think there's a lot. I heard on how well, long they were on. That's there, what I heard. I heard it. Yeah, I heard it. How the did it affected them? Yeah. Because I'm sure that the people that were because they were people in the gondola, the the teal one that was actually yep. crushed that got smashed. Yep. They were actually in that one, and of course they were taken out quickly, but they're going to have more trauma from that. But to me, it should be your trip is comped. We're sorry for the inconvenience. And here's a future trip to make. Uh, I mean, you were in a, in an, ac- a an accident. I mean, my well, time at Disney World is valuable. Right. You only have yeah. so much t- time there. Yeah. yeah. And Hours mean, are valuable. Right. And yeah, it was at night. And so it wasn't as valuable as maybe like yeah. seven in the morning. But I, I'm for one gonna say I don't know. My plan was to, to stay at Pop Century. I'm going for one night. I have a seminar at sea, and I fly in on the first, and I land at one o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm staying at Pop Century, and my plan was to take the Skyliner over to Epcot so I could ride it, and yeah. then go to Food and Wine. But now I'm like, no. Well, but somebody, I had, to, I had to stop talking about it this morning. Lisa said <laughs> if she wanted, if I wanted her to ride it. <laughs> right. I don't want to know anymore. I know all I need to know. I don't want to hear anything else. Just to stop, or I'm not getting on it. So I don't know if that's going to be a typical thing. It's bad PR. You gotta. I'm still uh, riding it. That's not going to oh, stop yeah. me. Yeah, I don't have a problem. I mean, it'll be fine. But they'll sort it out. But you know, you gotta wonder. You gotta wonder. If, and I'm not saying it is. Have you no way of knowing? But you got to wonder, given their history, given their history with the monorail, given the way they run the parks, if they were given an option, we can do it this way or we can do it this way that costs less. You got to wonder, I, I, 
I almost got to assume they did this in as they may have been more cost effective than they needed to be. Um, but somebody just touching on the Skylighter thing again, somebody posted on one of the Disney groups I'm in, which is few and far between because I honestly cannot stand people on the Facebook groups that are Disney centered. Um, said something they were running Skyliner buses to the resorts. I'm like, well, all the resorts have buses. I mean, that's yeah. not anything like spectacular. So, I it's does that mean that Pop Century is not going to be having buses to? Epcot. Well, they I mean, may have been running expect... buses between the resorts where they normally don't. Oh, that, that would make sense. Yeah, but I hope that they don't take the bus service completely away to Epcot oh. and Hollywood Studios and face the Skyliner because Me too. Not everyone would yeah. get on that thing. No, right. on the monorail, I agree with you. Like, they don't, yeah, they no, don't, they won't do that. Um, yeah. They don't run buses from Magic Kingdom to like the monorail resorts unless they have it's like broken down boats. or whatever. But they have boats. Yeah. Like the monorail is not the only way to get there. And I'll, they won't they won't leave the skyline <laughs> or it's the only way to get anywhere. Yeah, either. they can't. No. No, no they'll have it. Well, it doesn't have enough capacity. Right. Because those resorts have so many rooms. How long <laughs> the big question though is how long are the are the are the skyliners gonna be down and will I be able to ride them in November? Well, they're down indefinitely until they can ca- they can pinpoint the cause of the crash and correct the issue. Surely they'll have. What I saw online. They spent. You know what they money. need to correct the they'll issue. That from what it sounds like, at least, especially with what Kathy yeah. said, they just need to slow things down when they're coming. Well, yeah, into why the are they right so they're fast? Because they need to hit a certain capacity to make them work. I think that's what scares me the most about them is that they're so fast like I mean I know that they come off the line so people can load and they go back up on the line because that's what Cam told me because I was like how they were running you know testing them while we were there and I was like how are people getting on those they're so fast and Cam's like well they come off the line go onto the loading dock they need to go through the loading dock a little slower baby Right, and yeah. then they go back onto the the actual transportation line. So, I and can't imagine that's when I realized down. that Cam is smarter than me because I was like, "What?" <laughs> I can't imagine they'll be down for long. As much money as these things cost, and heck, the doors fly off the monorail and they put that sucker back in operation in an hour or two. So, it's right, not like they're it's not like they're concerned. Yeah, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, John, do you have any rumors to share with us? I have one thing to share with you. Uh, So this week, the big Walt Disney Imagineering Presents the Epcot Experience exhibit opened at the Odyssey Pavilion in Epcot, which it does look quite amazing. I believe it's the same thing that they had at D23, but with all the special effects and special – their special – outlines of of each i guess certain things there's like i believe there's props from mary poppins returns and and all that fun stuff but there was one little leak um i guess spaceship earth will be changing its name to spaceship earth to our shared story Ew! What? No! What? Oh, no. Mm, no! No! It's going to be hosted by Elsa. Mark my words. No. If Frozen Two does one half as good as Frozen One. It'll be hosted by Elsa. <laughs> no, I will. Well, not a I fan. I got money on it. So it's not going to be called, or is it going to be called Spaceship Earth? My share, our shared story, or are they taking the Spaceship Earth away entirely? No, Spaceship Earth, our shared story. Okay, Spaceship Earth, colon. Our Our shared story. OSS. OSS, nice. It's better than MSS, but OSS. Like, get ass at Hollywood Studios. Why not? Yeah. I don't like it. First the Muppets, now this. Maybe the Muppets will go into Spaceship Earth. Oh, well, that would actually have, help me. I'm not sure if I've done my mini rant, but I'm going to have a John rant. This is the same rant. Stop cutting all the entertainment out of Walt Disney Thank World. Thank you. That's not 
a show. Thank or you. Traction because you're Preach. turning into six flags. Like, why are we? Why are we cutting out all of the wonderful things about you know? That make it magical. Yeah, that make it magical. The the storytellers and the the musicians and you know it's like it it breaks my heart. Like some of my best memories is just going and joining you know the jaminators or you know the the royal storytellers or you know all these little little moments these little moments Mm -hmm. at disney and they're ruining Mm -hmm. all of them and then they're changing the name of spaceship earth and i just cannot deal with this in my life and (laughs) one of these days i'm not gonna just be crazy planning a wedding i'm gonna be pregnant and you guys are all gonna have to listen to me so disney (laughs) stop giving me things god forbid you get on bed rest Oh my God! You guys are going to be losing <laughs> oh your minds. We're not a special Sam. It started when they got rid of the Z- <laughs> When they got rid of the ZD sisters in Italy, that's when it started for me being like, "What the hell? Like, enough." They're not and costing you that, that plummeted. much a year. Come on, you make enough money in one day to cover each of those people's salaries. Not that yeah. serious. You tell them. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm mad. I'm mad about Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. I'm mad about them taking all the entertainment away. I'm just, I'm mad. Just, just angry. Will it stop you from going? She left. This <laughs> just popped up. Samantha left. That's how mad she is. I actually really hit She bailed. Like, I'm mad. Very going. And then, boom. John think, was like, I don't think that question, going. I don't I think that question could have came out at an opportune time. <laughs> right. What was exactly. the question? <laughs> Will it stop you from going? Will it stop me from going? Um... Well, I don't think anything will like truly ever stop me from going unless they close Disney, which that was a very weird question. I had a hair client ask me the other day, so what happens when they close Walt Disney World? Because everything comes to an end, and I didn't really have an answer for that. So maybe one day we should have a show about what, how, why, or how, or when we think Walt Disney World might close, because that's an interesting topic. But anyway, um, no, no, but I think that it cheapens the experience. Not only for first timers but especially veterans you know we look forward to those little moments of magic and getting rid of it cheapens the experience and when you're paying premium prices for a cheapened experience it definitely makes me wonder how often we'll visit in the future i think it's going to cheapen the value of the brand right i think they're 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 capitalizing now on a Dis- the Disney of the past that was a much higher quality experience. And the Disney of people in the future, I don't know that people are gonna I, I think they're I think they're they're sacrificing long term profit for short term profit. I don't have a problem with the company seeking profit, but I think they're interested in quarterly profit. I don't think they're interested in the company being continuing to be a leader in the industry ten years from now. Because I don't think these guys see themselves there 10 years from now and they could care less. Right. But, and and you're 100% correct there. But, well, the thing about it is that my my parents brought me to Disney over and over and over because they saw that the value and the experience and the memories that were made. And so, therefore, I continue to go as an adult and I look forward to taking my children and my nieces and nephews, you know, to. To experience those things, and when they cheapen the value of it, it makes me think, well, I could go to Six Flags for half the price, three hours from my house, and ride roller coasters. I don't have to go to Disney to do that. I go to Disney for the magic, and that's what they're taking away. So 10, 20, 30 years from now, they're taking revenue out of their own pocket because people who are my age who are having children and taking their children for the first time are saying this is not the experience I used to have and those kids aren't going to have the same feelings about it that you do because it's not Mm -hmm. the same experience now that it was when you were a kid 
And that's, not that progress That's where I is, think is a problem. But progress right. is yep. great. But progress is think, great. It's but losing the warm and fuzziness. You know, it's one there thing to come out. There used to be a Alex. leader in the industry, and I think they're not anymore. Mm-hmm. I think they're and, trying to be as good as everybody else. I don't think they're trying to set the standard. I so I spent long-term. three days at Universal for my AEP with my agency. And I will tell you, Disney's not the leader. Universal's the leader. They may not have those little moments of like magic, like entertainment, but when it comes to immersiveness and I mean, Star Wars Land is great, but to me, it's not nearly as immersive as Harry Potter. You can't go around Star Wars Land with, you know, with a wand. You can, you can do spells and they actually respond to you. I mean, that's, there is some, to me, honestly, the interaction we had at Star Wars Land was awkward. And we yep. had actors coming up to us being like, you know, this one guy must have recognized me several days in a row when we were there and kept calling me, me asking him if I was his droid. The first day it was kind of funny. We giggled about it, whatever. But the second day and the third day, it was like, oh, you know, it just, it was like, okay, Make we're over insulting, this. buddy. It's good right. I mean, like I'm, I'm five feet <laughs> right. tall. Like, you know, I'm, I'm teeny tiny, whatever. But the point is, is that every time you go to the Wizarding World, it it's completely immersive. While, to me, Star Wars Land, while it was beautiful and wonderful and, you know, completely unlike anything we've seen from Disney, I don't think it was nearly as immersive as the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is. And I I'll be interested to see what I've not seen as part of it may be a generational thing. Cause I mean, for me, I read all the Potter books and read all them and, and you saw the movies, but I did that as an adult. So the star Wars right. is part of my childhood. I grew up with it and the way you probably grew up with Harry Potter. Right. And I, I so know part that's of it a may be thing. what it's, yeah. Part of it may be what it's themed after. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you de- but I don't think that Star Wars Land, and I mean, I don't work for Disney, so I don't know how long Star Wars Land was in fruitation before it was announced and actually built and all that stuff. But I think that the Wizarding World definitely paved the way because Disney saw yeah. the level of commitment that Universal and Warner Brothers had together to team up to create this land that was completely immersive. And I don't think if it was for for that we would have Star Wars land to the level that we have it today, but that's still, probably true. Yeah. While Cam loved it, a person who kind of barely understands Star Wars, I can appreciate it, but I was, I was over it in like 35 seconds. <laughs> like once we wrote smugglers run, I had a drink of blue milk. I was like, all right, let's go ride Red tower of terror where it really matters. <laughs> you know, while Cam can spend the whole day and wants to go back. You know, and explore some mm. more, and I'm fine with that because, for once, he likes something Disney related. But I don't know. I just Disney's to me has become a follower instead of a leader. That's what I was afraid <laughs> of too. Yeah, I will disagree. I'm hoping that the new, what the new changes to Epcot, and you know, with the new stuff coming up, you know, that all feel different. Yes, right they've got now. opportunity. They have an opportunity with the reimagining of Epcot to to take it a step forward. Let's hope they do. Yeah. Why do you disagree, John? Because I've I've been to Universal after Harry both Harry Potter lands open. Yes, it's immersive, but it doesn't give the same feel as Disney. I could walk into into Universal. I got it done within a day. I go to. To start, I would sit in Star Wars Land for for days on end over Harry Potter. I, and I, I love definitely Harry. agree. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree that Disney. There, there's nothing quite like that feeling of Disney, and maybe that's my commitment to that brand in general. But just in the fact of, I expected Star Wars Land. You know, when they were talking about using your magic bands, you know, to be to assign you a role and. You know, I, I just expected more, I guess. And that and, may be coming, too. And I'm sure th- things are going to change, but, you know, 
I expected more and I guess I just didn't get that but I hadn't ever stayed on property at Universal I mean just their resorts alone I mean guys I'm telling you Cabana Bay is fantastic I mean for for a value resort that runs on average of $120 or less per night you've got a bowling alley and a lazy river and a food court and um you know all this crazy theming you open up your shades and there's Volcano Bay right there outside your window like so close you could touch it I mean it's just it's yeah, Shelby knows what picture I'm talking about. I mean, literally, they closed the blinds and brought us in, and they were talking. They were like, and how would you like to open up this, you know, wake up to this view? And they threw the curtains open, and I literally think every 15 of us in our group literally went, holy shnikes. That's because how my in-laws right, stayed when they stayed there, yeah. You're right there. I mean, that's, yeah. you, you can see the people's eyeballs. You're so close to Volcano Bay. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. I, I don't know. I mean, I love Disney a lot, but I I just want them to be better. And them cutting entertainment is the first step for them to not be better, in my opinion. I know I'm breaking John's heart over here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's my Sam rant. And it may be a seasonal thing. They may start bringing new entertainment back come Great. spring, too. It's pretty much happens yeah. what happens is they cut entertainment and then they add new entertainment it happens every year so, right and I mean, I'm, I'm yeah I'm open to other stuff but I just don't want them to cut it completely and right now I'm not sure I don't know just not I'm not sure do, do, do. Okay. okay are we done with my Sam rant I think we're done with your Sam rant I think we're okay. done with your Sam rant okay well, one of our Mouse Place members went on her very first Disney cruise out of the Disney Magic out of New York. Was it New York, Shelby? Yeah. So she's going to tell us a little about her experience as a first-time Disney cruiser. Now, is this your first cruise ever? Yes. Okay, so this is your first cruise ever. Okay. Not including the Jungle Cruise. Yeah. How- <laughs> <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> How did you enjoy the experience of cruising all together? Oh, good. We're going to do it again. Good. Yeah. No, yeah, we're good. We're going to plan longer, go to Port Canaveral next time. But yeah. So tell us, tell us about the sailing that you went on. How okay. long does it take to get to, you went to Bermuda? Yes. How long does it take from New York to Bermuda? Um, a day and a half. Okay. Say so not yeah. long. So you guys had not long. a day and a half. Yeah, so departure yeah, day so, and yeah, then we had day to drive down. Yeah, we drove down to Port. Five hour drive. We left at six. We had problems with the van. New story. I, I get a new one on Tuesday. Um, <laughs> and then we drove back, took my father's car, and we drove down. So we left around seven thirty and we had a port arrival time of um twelve thirty to one. But by the time we got there, you know, you get stop, go to the bathroom and everything. And we go, and there's some traffic as you get closer to the city. Um, go towards George Washington, and it's right there. It's right as soon as you get off the George Washington Bridge, it's like 15 minutes max up the Hudson Parkway. It's like right there, okay. is Port. And um, so we got there around 1:30, and they were letting everybody on board. Right, open boarding. It was open boarding. So, yeah, so it was breezy, easy, went on, had lunch at Cabana's, and, yeah, I just enjoyed the view. We saw the Statue of Liberty as we left, which was really nice. Yeah. Um, The main difference, I've been told, from the southern cruises out of Port Canaveral, out of uh, us, is that the water is choppier in the north than it is in the south. So we left New York. The sail away party was at 4.30, 4 o'clock, 4.30. And, oh, 4.30, because they did the mustard drill at 4. I think the mustard at 4, I think. Yeah. And then the sail away party was around 4.30. And we pulled out soon after the sail away party. Um, so, like, you know, I would say 4.45, 4.50, we pulled out and we pulled and then we had a full day at sea on Thursday, and they did the Halloween party that night. Um, we dressed up as Meet the Robinsons. 
I know, that That's was awesome. so cute. Nobody knew who we were. <laughs> um, <laughs> a couple guests. It's like the most underrated Disney movie ever. Yeah, it is. nobody it had is. Idea. Yeah, and not everybody dressed up. Some people had Halloween t-shirts. Some didn't even do anything. You know, it was like, it seemed to me, well, I'll get back to it. Um, so we had a full day at sea where we had nothing planned. So we did some games and the kids swam and um, Evie went to the kids club and baked cookies was the thing. And uh, she said, it wasn't that great. They gave you like a little lump of goo is how she put it. And they told you to add water to it, stir it up. And then they went to bake the cookies. And then like 10 minutes later, they came back with chocolate chip cookies. And she was like, I don't even think they really baked them. Like, I don't even think they weren't the, same These are the ones that we made. Yeah. <laughs> she was totally like, I don't even think it's real. Like, I totally don't buy it. So we dropped her off. That took an hour. And they have these cute magic bands they put on the kids for the kids clubs. Um, yeah, so we, we you return after the end of the cruise, or they charge you. It's twelve ninety five, and I said if they worked as real magic bands, then that would be really cool to keep, and then we, you could use them in the parks. But they don't; oh. they only work on the on the on the ship. Um, we dropped William off for a little bit at the kids club, because just so he could just chill for just like I mean it wasn't long. I think he was there for like twenty minutes. He hated it, hated it. Really? He said he came out and said. Mommy, like the kids were saying the F word constantly and nobody was stopping them and they're running around like oh he God. hated it. So oh he God. never went back. He was like, I'm not going back there. Um, so that was a whole day at sea. And then we were on deck too inside stateroom, which was nice. It was a deluxe inside stateroom and it was nice. Our stateroom attendant was amazing. He treated us like we were concierge. Like, he was so sweet. He treated us like we were concierge. Like, he was great. I don't think I would do that again because you could hear the anchor dropping where we were. Really? So, yeah. You could hear the anchor dropping. Yeah, you're, you you're, only, you're only – Go ahead, John. Go I was going to say, you're only one level up from <laughs> right. the bottom right. of the ship. Wow. Right. And we were below Rapunzel's royal table, too. So you could Ugh. hear them cleaning till like, 11 o'clock at night. So, yes. But you had time. a guaranteed cabin, right? Like, so you didn't get to pick your... Correct. I didn't get to pick yeah. your room. Yeah. 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 That's what happened to us with our cruise. We had a guaranteed cabin. We were right underneath the nightclub. Luckily, oh. the group we were in, we were the nightclub. Like, we either were, like, five people, and it was us that went to the nightclub oh, every good. night. So... You know, but it was annoying, like, during the day when we were trying to sleep, and they'd have events in there. Right. Like, bingo. Right. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love bingo on cruise. I love bingo on cruise ships. I love... Did you guys play bingo on... I forgot to tell you to play bingo on the cruise ship, because it's so much fun. We did it. It's expensive, but, oh, my God, the bingo on Disney cruises is hysterical. Yeah. Like, yeah, we did it. We did Family Feud. We did Disney Trivia. Three times, um, the one time Evie won it, it was like 10 o'clock at night and she beat out all the adults and stuff, but he gave us, he gave us multiple choice for it. It was like, okay. And then the other two times we didn't have multiple choice. And then one time we just totally lost. Like it was crazy, the questions. And then the sec, the last time we played as a family and this lady won, but then she left and he was like, well, I'll give you guys the ribbons then because she left. I guess she doesn't want it. Like, I don't know. Like, so he gave us the uh, the ribbons instead. The winter ribbons? Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, so we had breakfast and we were in cabanas and we saw, we watched us pull into Bermuda in the port. And I was like, let's go up on the deck and watch, you know, look around because we haven't completely docked yet. Let's go up and see. And, um, we went up to the top deck and we were looking around and oh, here comes Minnie Mouse just walking by. Like nobody's with her. Like she had a handler, but no kids. Like they didn't, you know, so the kids got to meet Minnie and Pluto that way. And I just think it's cool. Like the one time I was taking Evie up to the kids club to bake her cookies and uh, I see out of the corner, of my, we're doing the stairs. We did the stairs a lot. And I see out of the corner of my eye, somebody coming up the stairs and I just start laughing and Evie, she's ahead of me. She's like, what? And then all of a sudden Captain America just comes and he walks right behind me. And he's like, good afternoon, ma'am. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, 
Fifty Shades of Red. I'm like blushing and I'm like, oh my God, this is so funny. And then she was, yeah. it was just neat. They're just walking around. It's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, what else? Okay. So then for Bermuda, so the boat docked into port and we had no plans that day. Originally we had scheduled the excursion to go snorkeling with a shipwreck. And then on Saturday, then we spent Friday night in Bermuda in port and Saturday we were going to go snorkeling with sea turtles. And I was like, it's kind of, kind of redundant. I don't know. Like, I just feel like it's like the same thing. So we nixed the snorkeling with the shipwreck and instead we went, got off the boat and there was another boat. There are two ports in Kings Wharf and the other boat was Serenade of the Seas. And so there were a lot of people coming off of that boat too. They had already spent the night in Bermuda. So they were actually going to leave on Friday, eventually in the afternoon. And they have all these little mini buses at port. And for $7 a person, you hop on a minibus, and they drive you through Bermuda, and they take you to Horseshoe Bay Beach, which is like the beach. The sand is mm-hmm. pink, and it's gorgeous, oh, and that's, that's what cool. we did. Yeah, that's where we spent Friday. Horseshoe Bay is good. beautiful. <sighs> it is. It's amazing. It's so cool. And that's what we did on Friday. We went to Horseshoe Bay, and then we got a minibus back, and um, that night was a semi-formal night. But we weren't really prepared. So <laughs> Evie and I wore dresses. That was like, those are semi-formal. as a buzz you're going to get. Formal uh, exactly. Um, you know what? I, what I love about Disney Cruise Line was how informal things were. Oh, nobody yeah. dressed up on formal night. I brought a nobody. black maxi, but, but nobody dressed up formally. And I feel like that's one of the great things was, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Know. People were wearing hoodies to dinner and T-shirts and yeah, that's I was a little worried because I was like, because you would see some you would see some people like I don't own cruise wear. I own I 90 percent of my clothes are Disney characters on them and I wear them to the parks and then I wear them to dinner wherever we are in the parks. And I was a little, you know, concerned, but it was yeah, it was no problem at all. It was great. Saturday, we got up. Our excursion was, like I said, snorkeling with sea turtles through Disney. So we had to be in the D lounge at 8.45 in the morning, which wasn't a problem because Bermuda's an hour ahead. So I always felt like it actually wasn't that bad to get the kids up and moving. I mean, it was kind of bad, but not like completely bad because we did late nights. Um, And we went out. They had us with this great, there were three brothers and they were just the sweetest gentlemen. And they took us out and he talked all about Bermuda and the history of it and the architecture. And we drove, they took us out on this glass bottom boat out a half hour. And then we saw a shipwreck under the glass bottom boat and the reef and the fish. And we saw lots of turtles. They were afraid because of Umberto that they wouldn't come back. They're like, we don't know where they go. We don't know, you know. If they died, like, we're not sure. But they were starting to slowly come back. And the day before, we saw some damage from Umberto. Mainly trees down because the buildings are made out of concrete. So mm-hmm. they, like, they don't go anywhere because the island's only, I think he said, a mile and a half wide. So there's nowhere to go. So they just hunker down at home and waited out. Um, but we got to snorkel for an hour then. That was lovely. And then another half hour back and we were leaving port that day at three 30. So we'd be back. Um, that night was pirate night. Now I know they do pirate night on all the ships. So you can definitely tell cause they've got that down pat. That's huge. That's the fireworks. That's everything. Cause Halloween night was so pathetic compared to pirate night. Really? It was so lame. It was just so lame. Like they had this little ceremony the day we left New York, they were supposed to have the pumpkin tree lighting ceremony, but it went all kaplooky and it wasn't working and it was terrible. The actor was great because he had to ad lib, but it was just terrible. And then Halloween night, they did this little thing like, oh, now it's Halloween. Uh, and they had like a couple trick or treat trails, which is whatever. And, and that was it. I mean, they had stuff for the adults only. They had an adult only Halloween costume party that was supposed that I heard was amazing. But, like, there wasn't really anything 
it wasn't anything. That night for Halloween, they played The Nightmare Before Christmas in 3D. So that was the nighttime show. So we did get to go see that and meet Jack and Sally afterwards, which was actually, that was the highlight because that was like a 10-minute wait where, you know, at the parks, it's like a two, three-hour wait. So that was pretty cool. Um, but Pirate Night was just, that was the biggest thing. They had shows and all the characters were dressed up and it was a whole evening ordeal and it was amazing. Um, what else? Oh, the menus. So like I said about the cheddar cheese soup. Are you guys still there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're listening. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'll <laughs> rattle on for days. So the, they had, um, we were five nights. They have three restaurants, Lumiere's. Rapunzel's Royal Table and Animator's Palette. Um, the first night we did Rapunzel's Royal Table where it was a dinner and a show. It was really cool. I wish we had Tiana's instead, but that was really, really cool. Then we did Lumiere's. That was their menu. And then we did Animator's Palette with their menu. Oh, no, we didn't. We went back to Lumiere's. That's what it was. The third night we went back to Lumiere's. And they did a ship menu where they all had vests on that looked like Epcot vests. They had all the different flags of all yeah. the countries from around the world. And I was like, okay, all right, what are we doing here? And they hand us the menu, and it's like from around the world. I'm like, okay, this is good. Open it up, and it's one of the appetizers, Canadian cheddar cheese soup. And you're uh -huh. like, yeah, I'm getting it. This is great. They bring it. It was like Campbell's out of a can. I was like, this is, no. this, you cannot do this. This is so disgusting. Oh, this is no. not it. This is not the soup. I was, I was done. I was so upset. I was like, I don't even want dessert here. I'd rather go up and have, cause they have, um, help yourself soft serve machine. I'm like, I'd rather have that. Like, I'm so upset by this whole soup. Thing. <laughs> I was mortified. I was like, you know, that kind of something, it wasn't a Disney cruise, but we went on that four night last October. Actually today, I think we left a year ago, um, to go on that four-night cruise and they had on the menu baked potato soup and i love baked potato soup so i'm envisioning yeah. like this creamy like yeah. potato chunks and sour cream on top like you know right. i'm like this has to be really good it was a pureed baked potato soup and Ew. no one at our table ate it and the server came over and knows that no one ate it so the head server came over and was like was everything okay and we're like it doesn't taste bad but we're from the midwest where potato soup is like chunks of potatoes Party. and yeah. bacon and yeah. like you know sour cream and tons of cheese like it's like eating a big a big potato in a bowl and hey. he was like so this is not what you expect and i said you know the flavoring wasn't bad it would just you know if I couldn't chew anything, I guess that's what I would expect out of a soup. But yeah, that I totally understand your disappointment. On... It was so disgusting. It was so disgusting. I hated it. <laughs> that's <sighs> my biggest gripe of the whole thing. Was like I was like, you did you have... if you're gonna say it cheddar cheese soup, you better freaking make it cheddar cheese soup, like Canadian cheddar right. cheese yeah, soup. Especially since they, Disney has one. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So then we did. Okay, so we did Rapunzel's Lumiere, Lumiere, and then Animator's Palette. Where I had the excuse me truffle pasta. Thing. Oh, I was certainly asked about truffle pasta. Did you so like good. it? It was good. Oh my god, so good! It was so good. It was really good, and that was fun. That actually, uh, animated palette, and and I didn't realize I freaking the whole like I cry right, like I cry to end her wishes. Now I cry at the end of happily ever after because apparently <laughs> I can't keep my act together. Um, and of illuminations every time, every time Mickey's on top of that flipping mountain and he's like it's some imagination yeah. huh that's it i'm out i'm done like i ball <laughs> phantasmic out ball like i can't keep it together so he comes out and does his little dance and i'm like oh my god they're playing the phantasmic music oh my god i'm like they better not like what are they mm -hmm. doing like they're gonna kill him. and then he didn't say it but the way they do the animation and then they start showing all these scenes and they show Ray dying from Princess and the Frog and they, I just started bawling at the table like a baby. I'm like, oh, no, like this isn't right. Like you're killing me. <laughs> but it's so much fun. That restaurant was so much fun. Now oh, I like that one a lot. Um, and then our last night we did Rapunzel's Royal Table, but it was a shipwide menu again. So it didn't matter where you were. We just, there was no show. It just happened to be, that's where we were. Um, 
We saw the shows we saw was Tangled the Musical, which was really good. My favorite was Twice Charmed, which is a, a retelling of Cinderella. I really, really like that one. We didn't have that on our trip. It was really good. The last night was Dreams. Mm-hmm. We did see that. I didn't like it. Uh, is it the one where she take where she's like dreaming or whatever? And it's like yeah, the, she's thing. a little girl. Yeah, yeah I didn't like yeah, it. it's yeah. But did you guys did you have the gold Mickey's? No. Okay. No. We had, gold Mickey's were cute. Yeah. No. Then we had Nightmare Before Christmas, and then we had this um, British group. They were called Junk J U N N K, and they were really good. And they like pounded on drums and like metal drum like drums like stuff you put oil in and like they had this whole act like kind of like stomp but not and they sang too but they didn't really talk I don't know it was really really good um yeah so then we left Bermuda and then we had another full Sunday was our another full day at sea and then I woke up at 6 a.m to them dropping the anchor I don't know how my family slept. I'm like, you guys slept through that? Like, their whole, like, cabin was shaking and vibrating. <laughs> like, how were you sleeping through this? But, yeah, so we ended up in port at New York, back in New York at 6 a.m. and had breakfast at Rapunzel's. And that was it. We got sunburn. <laughs> we had fun. My husband had yeah. seasickness the first two days. You know, good times. Oh. Like yeah. bad not like was, not uh... bad. He looked like he had the flu. Like he didn't throw up, but he just constantly looked like he had the flu. We were on Dramamine. We were all on Dramamine, but he like upped his doses and then he started feeling better. Okay. And he got the C bands. Like he was all like <laughs> he was doing all the things. Um, he was doing all the things. Did you eat the poolside chicken strips? Because those things are crack. No, but Evie did. She said they were bad. I don't know what they put in the chicken strips. But for a fair warning, you can go to Cast Connections, um, where the cast only story you have to be like friends with somebody and they take you as a guest. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. buy full bags of those chicken strips. Oh, that's funny. They sell Disney food. That's funny. And I was like, if I had a way to get these home, right? you better believe I would have been bringing a bag of of chicken strips home with me. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but I did amazing. eat my weight in ice cream. Yeah. That's fr- that self-serve soft serve machine was insane. I was like, I'm we not had, like. We had blueberries, sorbet. We had, and we had pineapple. Pineapple, yep. And banana. Banana. Yep. Vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry raspberry. were always there. Raspberry, yep. I ate my weight in ice cream cones. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Every time I was like, oh, ice cream. cream." Did you happen to catch the Bloody Mary card at all? No. Dang it. Mm -mm. Jeff, you would appreciate the Bloody Mary card. That sounds spectacular. So every morning on the pool deck, they do the Bloody Mary card, and it's $5 if you do it before 11 a.m., and they have fresh-pressed tomato juice and bacon and, like, all they, like, make you a a homemade Bloody Mary, and it's fantastic. Wow. Yep. That sounds spectacular. I'm kind of sad you missed it. We had the nachos in the promenade lounge. They were really good. That was, like, a nacho bar, like, make it yourself. They were... (laughs) Oh. It was, like, constantly eating. I mean, that's how I know that's how cruises are. But it was just like constantly, mm-hmm. but we weren't like crazy, like stuff. Like, I don't know why I wasn't anyway, but I was just like, well, besides the ice cream. But it's so nice to sit there and the kid, you know, will be like, I want a piece of pizza. I'm like, all right, go ahead, go get a slice of pizza. Like, I'm the sitting pizza here. Was like, terrible. Like, I know. Terrible. He ate it though. He liked it. I was like, I don't look good, buddy. Oh. He was like, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, you had a lot of different experiences than what we had, which is surprising because it's, you know, the sister ship to the wonder. Yeah. But that's super fun. Yeah, we had Wreck-It Ralph. Of when that, one night they played the new Wreck-It Ralph movie. Oh, that's we never cool. did make it yeah. to the movie theater. Did you guys go to the movie they theater? They started to one night. I went back to bed. I had, <laughs> while we were out, I got like a, I want to say a sinus infection. It was my allergies. I don't know what was going on. But that was the one night. I just went to bed. And they went to go see The Lion King. It was either, you had the choice of, it was always like it was all stuff that's been out: Lion King, Aladdin, Dumbo, Toy Story 4, and Endgame. 
So they went out to go see The Lion King, but then they came back shortly after. That was like 11 o'clock at night, though. Yeah. Yeah, but we never yeah. really, no. We played games. That's what we did. Like, it was so much fun to go in and, like, you know, because Family Feud was the whole room. They would split the room in half. Or That's cool. Or the kids took place in the pirate games. They could just call them, hey, we need some kids. And they, Come on up, kids. Whoever you want to, whoever wants to do it. And they're, you know, we played, and, and we watched a two families play an inside-out game, and then Joy showed up. I'm like, well, go get your picture taken with Joy. Like, all right. Like, it was nice. It was really cool. It was just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah we definitely I... want to do a longer next time, and I want to do a veranda next time, too. Were you in an inside? Yeah, deluxe yeah. inside. Yeah. What yeah, makes I... a deluxe inside different from another inside? From an ins- It's slightly bigger. And it has um, a split bathroom. S- it has a split bathroom, and we slept four. So the split bathroom, it's two, literally two separate doors and wall, like it's two separate rooms. The one is the toilet sink and the other one is a sink tub shower. So yeah. it was nice. Um, For us, then, it didn't make any sense, but that's just what we ended up with. So yeah, it was nice because I could like shower, like William would go shower and then he would go, I would put his clothes in the other one with the toilet and he would walk out with his towel, go in the other one, change, and then Evie would hop in the shower. Okay. So it made it a little faster for us. Um, we had one bed, and then the kids had bunk beds. So Evie's came down from the ceiling, and Williams was the couch. And he made it up every night for us. We didn't have to touch anything. He would yep. put it away during the day. I was like, you don't have to do that. Like, nope. He put it away during the day and made it up for us. And I felt bad because we had enough sand from <laughs> in our room. But the next day, I mean, that he cleaned it up that night like it was gone i was like damn Mm -hmm. he's good yeah they come in twice they came in our stewardess came in twice a day ours came in three ones in the morning and once in the evening yeah um he would even remember how i liked my sheets like i asked for extra blankets and Mm -hmm. one night he knocked on the door and he said they don't let me leave the sheets out of the bed but I, I know that you don't like them tucked in, so I didn't do it super tight. But if you want me to come untuck the sheets, I can. And Aww. I said, I think you do. I mean, yeah. So we ended up leaving extra gratuity for him. And, That's we know, did, too. Yeah, we did, too. Because they, they just work super hard. I mean, there were, at one point, I had that eye infection, and he um, came in to deliver something. And he saw me put medicine in my eye. And at one point, he went to down to uh the first aid station and got me um some gauze and some q-tips and you know he said is there anything else i can get for you for your eye and i was like my eye like i didn't even he just saw that i had an eye infection and you know oh, yeah they're they're very like very on they're really top good. of it they are because like well like pete doesn't go pete's first name isn't pete he goes by his middle name but, like, you told him, like, the first time, and he was, like, made a note, done. Like, he knew all of our names every morning, every evening. Like, he knew what time we had dinner. Oh, what are you going today? Like, just so sweet. And we were trying to figure out. We're, like, he – I don't think he was the low man on the totem pole. I think, like, there was a guy that cleaned, like, the pole area that would just mop it and pick up people's stuff and put their towels in the bins because they weren't doing it. I think he was kind of like the low man on the totem pole. We were trying to figure out, like, who, like, the hierarchy of the the cruise ship workers. And you could see them. And then, then, like, you could hear them talking about people. And, like, if you, like, were quiet enough, like, you could hear them talking about each other. And, like, oh, that's funny. (laughs) It was so funny. And, um... We had a really good head, a good, really good head server. I think it's head server, like the, our main waiter. But our assistant waiter wasn't that great. And you could see that, like, Pete would always be like, oh, they're fighting again. Well, they're fighting again. <laughs> and it was oh, like, okay. Funny. It was so funny. So 1010 would recommend. I would definitely recommend. And if you can, if you can, I mean, and not, they kept saying too, last year was the, they kept saying like, since well, since they started doing out of New York, they're not booked. Our ship wasn't full, oh. and they could nobody wants to go out of New York, like or they don't know it's here, or they don't know, they have no it's idea. Too, it's too expensive. Like I can fly to Orlando for half the price of what I can fly us to New York. Right, and our the port fees were double. 
Right. From New York to Bermuda, the port fee was double than if I would have done if I would have done a seven night out of Port Canaveral. Yeah. It is it's more expensive. But it's very convenient for us northeastern people. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parking's a hike. If you park a port, which is really easy because it's right in between the two main ship areas, um, it was forty bucks a day. Holy moly. Yeah, so we paid that- two hundred in parking. Plus, you got to go to the George Washington. I think that's twelve or fifteen now. But you only pay that, that one way. That's like fifteen bucks. They only charge you to get out. Yeah, right. They don't charge yeah. you to leave. Charge? Wait, I live in a different dimension. Uh-huh. They charge you to take a bridge. Just, yeah. just one way. Do you have an option other than to take that bridge, or is that the only There's way? Like in? No, you can take the tunnel. Bridges. You can take the Verrazano. There's other bridges. You still have to pay. Yeah, there's a lot of bridges, but they're all toll. They're all toll. Not as much. Some of them are more than others, but yeah. That's why most people take the train in. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a whole new So, is world. that. Are we wrapping it up? Let's wrap her up. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Well, that's all that we have this week. Thank you, Miss Shelby, for sharing your experience. Really appreciate that and enjoyed hearing about it. But um, as always, like us on SoundCloud and on Twitter and on Facebook, and we'll see you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life.